0: My name is Kim Chill, and I get letters about the untold. It has been a calm week for me, and to be honest, I have needed that more than ever. Mostly because of my night terrors have been acting up even more than usual. So having a more calm daytime has made the nighttime so much more bearable. The trick from Brendan is working still. Well, at least in my waking hours. You guys see, I'm recording this at about 4 a.m. in the morning, on a Saturday. Because like I said, it is working in my waking hours. My partner is sleeping soundly after they have calmed me down a little bit. They usually wakes up too from my night terrors. I tend to scream and flail. I'm so lucky that they're still keeping up with this. But why am I recording this now? Well, because I have gotten the letter. And Brendan, I'm kinda scared, buddy. Let me explain why. You see, I dreamed tonight, Brendan. I dreamt the world ending. I usually have that, but I think your letters are influencing me. Because I saw the darkness approaching. It all went dark. I saw people freeze to death, life slowly dying, my family, my friends turned to frozen mummies as we trodden the cold earth, trying our best to find a way underground. I saw corpses of mothers trying to protect their infants, coldly clasping in their embrace. A train stopped right before a tunnel with remains of people trying to claw themselves out of the metal box that has become their tomb. And while I saw this, laughter, laughter I had never heard before. Rich, amused, like it knew a joke. Irony or something that I could not understand. And I awoke, startled, even screaming as the last thing I saw before the dreams faded away. A circle with chains now broken around it. My partner next to me had to try and calm me for a little while, as I looked at my clock and I saw the time. 03.01. A shudder went down my spine. I needed to breathe more. I needed to walk around. So I got out of bed. I told my partner it was alright. I was lucid and I could take care of myself. I thanked them, as I have done at least a thousand times. And they went back to sleep, thankfully my anchor to this sane world my love opening the door from the bedroom i took the first step and heard and felt at the same time something crunch between my left foot and the floor i looked down and i had to blink as i put my foot away from the paper in front of my bedroom a letter was laying there addressed to me I almost screamed again. Looking around, I saw nobody. Nothing. But the shadows in my dark apartment felt alive. Moving. That could have been my paranoia kicking in, of course, but... I quickly picked up the letter from the floor and I closed the bedroom door. Checking if everything was locked. The balcony doors, the main door, windows, latches, you name it. I even made sure the air vents was closed. Everything was. There was no way anyone could have gotten inside here without a key. Did someone have a key? Tears started to form in my eyes. I was scared. I still am but I need to record this because I opened the letter after a while and it read. There came chill. I have no idea how my letter came to be under that street lamp. I post my letters like everyone else does, with your address and a post stamp. And that makes me a bit uneasy. I'm going to order an extra tracker for this letter. It would make me see where it has been, where it was delivered and stuff like that. And I don't think what is happening to you is because of your own mind, Kim. Things are not what they seem. I am glad that you said the protection seems to be working. I think what we are doing together is important. I think that is making a difference. Hang in there, okay? I can't tell you where I am right now, but what I can do is continue where I left off in the last letter. I was craving chicken. And I blamed Helios for it. There were still some hours to use up and, knowing that, I decided I was going to check out if Athens had KFC. They actually did. It took me about an hour to get to the closest one, but in the end, I had my crispy tender chicken bites. I know what you're thinking. I went to Greece to eat KFC in a country famous for amazing spices and food. Again, blame Helios. Walking back towards the escape room while eating chicken, I have to admit, I could feel the American tourists there coming my way, but I paid them no mind. At least, I didn't dress like an American tourist. I was wearing a beige cargo pants and a purple t-shirt that had a picture of a D20 dice with a number one displaying, and a text underneath that said, oh well, I guess I'll die then. I dressed like a geek, in Greece, talking Greek. There's a difference. The KFC here was better than home. Did they use a different oil, or was the chicken just better standard? It always was strange how Coke tastes different to different countries. Pondering that on the rest of the way, I finally managed to stand in front of the one thing I had dreaded the whole day, the escape room establishment. The games of the rich, which I am pretty sure I was a puppet in, had to continue. Taking a deep breath, I walked into it and I regretted it immediately. The front desk of the place was filled with circus team props, a cardboard of a smiling clown with red eyes all ye went to here, abandon all hope sign hung next to a flat screen that showed the different rooms they had and prices both in Greek and English. At the desk was a bell with ring me if you dare. This place was on the line of tacky and not in a good charming way. And I swore then and there, as I pressed the bell, if a clown came and asked me why I was so serious, I would punch it. Luckily, I would not be charged with assault on a clown. As a woman in a ring mistress outfit came out the door behind the counter, with the hat included and a long braided hair, her brown eyes looked at me and said in English, "Hello, and welcome. Do you have an appointment?" Okay, maybe I did look like an American tourist. I won't tell you, Kim, what my eyes and hair color look like, nor my skin color. Mostly because it's even easier for people to recognize me if I do. So, just whatever you think of, I am. But I am able to put my hair into either a bun or a ponytail. I will give you that. Uh, I do not. I just arrived here in Greece, though. Someone told me I should go here. I was hoping just saying that the woman behind the counter would know who I was and that she was an actress to be part of this rich game against me. Oh, that is so nice to hear. Was it someone here in Greece or where you come from? She genuinely looked very happy that people had heard about this place. Uh, from New York. I met someone on the Statue of Liberty. I winked to her. If you know what I mean. Her smile went from happy to a bit wary. <laughs> I had her. I'm happy to hear you heard about this place from someone outside of Greece, sir, but this is an escape room. It seems like she became even more uncomfortable. Not a pleasure room. I stood stunned. I think my face drained of all color and life before it exploded into the most vibrant color of red ever imagined in life. No, 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 sorry, sorry, not like that, no, 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 not like that, I just, I just thought you were in on it, I quickly said, waving my arms and hands in front of me to explain even more vividly than my stupid mouse could. I got the coordinates here from a lockbox in the Statue of Liberty, I thought you were in on it. Her face went from relief to a frown in a matter of two seconds. In on what? Is someone making joke of my business? Oh boy. I had made it even worse. No, 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 they just have made your business part of an adventure game. Probably to let you get more business. Someone wants to help you. It might have been a lie. If this was a rich person's game, they didn't care about this person's business. I bet someone who has been here before left something in one of your rooms to be discovered. And to get it, we need to pay some more money and people for you. I tried to smile even more. Isn't that good? She slowly nodded as she listened to me. You're right. That is kind of blessing. Someone came here and had so much fun, they decided to make people come here. It's a nice thing to do. Creepy, but nice. If only she knew how creepy this shit was. Yeah, people are creepy, I guess me included. I'm so sorry for you thinking I meant the other thing. But hey, I really want to book one of the rooms while I'm here. Anyone with cultists? The ringmistress shook her head. No, I have one with the clown tent. Nope, I didn't care if the clues were there. I would rather go home. I don't think that's the place. And one with a horror ride theme that has three rooms you have to get through, not just one. That's the one, I bet it is. Easier to hide things in. I want that one. Is it available today? She started to relax a bit more and nod. It's free for three more hours. Then a birthday party comes. I took up my credit card. I will take all three hours. I want to escape, but take my time. I'm not rich, but I'm not poor either. And I did hope that this would help a little from all the troubles both me and the stupid idiots that had orchestrated this made for her. Of course, sir. Please sign here. It was a legal form that made me waive any rights to sue. It was too scary or if I got a heart attack. That's scary, huh? I asked, raising an eyebrow. It's more for show, so the kids think this is something extra special. Though, nice to have just in case. I can understand that. I signed my name and I swiped the card. Thank you. Please follow me. Now, each and every room has a lock to get out. Sometimes it might be a number to open the lock on the door. Other times it might be a phrase or a symbol, she explained while walking to the first door, where it was written, Horror Dungeon. If it's a phrase, say it loudly. I will be monitoring you from a room and the door will open. If it's a symbol, it should be a place to write it so I can see it and the door will open. Understood? I nodded. You have three hours, sir. Have fun. Thank you. I walked in, the door slammed shut behind me, and I stood in a room filled with fake spiderwebs, coffins, dim LED lanterns hanging off the roof, and on the other side was a door with a coded lock. The first room had a hint that was relatively easy. If you're supposed to get all the three rooms in an hour, I too would make the first room either the easiest or the hardest. It was three numbers that needed to be found, and it was the number of skulls on the coffins, the lanterns that didn't flicker, and the number of fake spiders that was hidden under a wooden debris in the dungeon room. As I entered the numbers on the door lock, it opened up. Good job! Under 10 minutes! The voice of the ringmistress came from over the speakers. I gave a nice thumbs up and walked into the next room. It was a sacrificial altar room. The LED lights gave a blood-red hue over the room. The tapestry imitated the walls of a church and painted glass depicting a saint or Jesus on the cross. I thought you said there wasn't a cult thing here, I spoke loud. The altar had a knife filled with some kind of red liquid on it. You do know it's not only cultists that does human sacrifices, right? I heard over the monitor. She had me there. Scanning the room to find a door, I could see the faint outline through the tapestry where it was supposed to be hidden. No code to enter or anything. So it was another sort of puzzle. Walking up to the altar, I saw the depiction of a story from the Bible carved into the plastic. There was a faint red stain left on top of the altar as well. You needed to either write or draw something to get further. My eyes went up, and I could see a camera pointing straight down, making sure they could see whatever you decided to write on it. So, how many have painted genitalia yet? I asked loudly. Too many. I almost redid this part, to be honest. Chuckling faintly, I took up the knife with some sort of red liquid on it. Seeing it was some sort of a giant marker, and I started to draw a circle and chains wrapped around it. As soon as the last intellect chain was drawn, I heard the door click open. Sorry to tell you, but I think your friend spoiled this room for you. There was one thing I couldn't see here that should have been here around the saints and the carvings on the altar that depicted the birth of Jesus. One thing was missing. Angels, I started walking towards the door while I continued to speak. And angels don't look like humans with wings. There are different versions, one with many wings and an eye in the middle, or a huge eye and many small ones floating around in a line. Almost like a circle with chains interlinked. But instead of chains, eyes. I understood then and there. I was at the end of this strange adventure. It was a little let down. If this was a game made by the person from the grey web, it had a lackluster finish. But... To be honest, most things nowadays are. TV series, movies, all had crap finishes but a strong start. I was so disappointed, I was mansplaining this room, that probably she herself had made and put effort into. I was being a huge D-word, because someone else had spoiled the fun. At least if you knew how the true depiction of angels should be. Sorry. To be honest, most people wouldn't figure this out in time. I truly think this is a cool escape room. I walked through the door and suddenly everything became so much colder. A shiver went down my spine and I suddenly stood in a cave-like hallway with real braces, two of them I could see lighting up the stone textures around me. Real stone. Wait. I turned around and there was nothing there. Not even a door. Just flat stone. As I spun around again, I looked down the hallway and it seemed to go on for about... Wait, you use metric in Norway, right? I will use it too. Easy for you to understand. About 15 meters before it bent to the right. And I saw a torch hanging at the end of this hallway before turning. Hello? Ring mistress my voice echoed and faded away until the only thing left to hear was the burning cold of the bracers and my own breath. Where was I? This couldn't be the escape room establishment. And one more thing came to my mind. Had I even gotten her name? The ring mistresses? No. I hadn't asked for it and she hadn't given it to me either. Odd. There wasn't even a name tag on her outfit, was there? And why didn't I notice that before? It was cold here and damp. I was underground. That much I could understand. I had tasted air like this before when we had found a dig site underground in a cave north of Rome once. We had found what seemed like the base of a pleasure house. Something told me this was not going to be the same. I started to walk down the hallway. I guess the best thing I could have done was stand there and just shout or some sort of safe word or I wanted out, but something in my subconscious nagged me to not stay in one place for too long in here. And I was not going to argue with that feeling. As I rounded the corner, I saw a simple wooden door. You know those kind you see in those medieval movies with a round hoop for a handle? Surprisingly sturdy and well made, I might add. The metal plates that connected to the wooden slabs weren't rusty, nor the wood. This was either new or very well kept. I always am amazed to see people in series manage to not know which way these kinds of doors go. It's a very easy rule. And it will take you one second to find out. It goes the direction the hinges are on. So if you see them, pull. If you don't, push. I didn't see them, so I pushed slowly and it crept open. I gotta say I was a bit disappointed that the door didn't make that sound as it swung on its hinges. Feeling my own heartbeat thumping in my throat, I almost closed my eyes. What if I walked into a trap, one with spikes or big huge lumbers falling from the roof to crush me? Or people with swords and spears ready to hack and stab at me saying, Ah, you're finally here to be sacrificed so we can get more money and fame! If you sacrifice me, you will only get constipation. I softly said under my breath as I stepped into the big room. That had a pedestal in the middle, a book on top of it, with chains wrapped around it. And on the wall, I saw a mural of a great eye with no pupils, painted white. I gotta finish this letter up, Kim. As soon as I have the time to write to you, I will continue. Like I said, I will make them charge me extra to see where we deliver this letter. It should be delivered to your mailbox. If not, we will see where it will disappear and hopefully we can call and figure that out as well. Again, thank you so much for making this into a podcast and using your voice. It is comforting to know I'm not alone in this. And as last time, if you don't get any more letters, just stop doing the podcast and assume the worst. Until next time, best regards, Brendan Croft. That is the end of the letter. I can hear my partner waking up from their sleep as I'm recording this now. It's still dark outside and I don't want to go back to bed. That dream scared me. But it seems like something even scarier is happening to Brendan. And that he doesn't know how this letter came to me, terrifies me. Is it a scare tactic to make me stop doing this? If so, I can tell you spooky bastards right now I have authority problems. I won't back down. Yet. Though please stop. Anyways, I think I'm gonna go and make breakfast and a cup of coffee for my partner and find myself an energy drink. I hope that the next letter, if it comes, is delivered to my mailbox. In the meantime, take care, everyone, and I will leave you all with this. Are dreams just a window to another universe? This has been the third episode of Letters About the Untold, written and read by Kim Chelyashta, music by Nikolai Hagen. The places and people you hear in this podcast might be real, but the description or personality of the places and people might have been altered. This is fiction. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, and I do hope you enjoy it, and hope you will listen to the next episode. If you do, press that subscribe button, follow the podcast on social media. And if you can, it would be nice if you could leave a review. Until next time, beware of the flickering lights.